ever been listening to your favorite podcast and think, hey, I want to start my own? Then you need Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, everyone's favorite word, free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. After being betrayed by the man she loved, Aspen Winters has been down on her luck. With no money, a tarnished reputation, and a dire living situation, she is determined to get herself out of the hole she's in. With Christmas right around the corner, she's feeling hopeless. However, all of that changes when she crosses paths with Elijah Cole. Being a businessman by day and the plug by night, Elijah Cole has the best of both worlds. With money constantly on his mind, he has no time for love or even family. However, with the holidays approaching, he finds himself not only dealing with a complicated teenager, but also Aspen Winters. What started out as business quickly turned to something else. Will Christmas time bring Elijah and Aspen together, or will both of their reputations destroy the relationship before it even has a chance? Happy New Year, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Bibliophiles Bookcase. This is going to be like a really quick review, if you even want to call it that, because for the month of December, I had planned on reading a whole lot of Christmas books, and I had downloaded them to my library, and I just never got around to them because I was reading uh, Be Loves books and I have one series of Siobhan's that I always go back to and I just find myself randomly picking up and reading my favorite passages, excuse me, in that book. And so, you know, here it is, the new year, and I'm like, I realized I never read any of the books. So I picked one up last night and it's called Christmas with a Billionaire. And I have never read a book by this author before Latoya Nicole and so I was like okay let me give it a try and see what's going on this book is a mess kind of in a good way and then kind of in I could have did without it and the thing is okay her name is Aspen Winters which I thought was cute of course it fits in with the Christmas theme um she's a designer an interior designer but her thing is like with clients she steals something out of their homes which was crazy to me because I'm like she's walking around with this woman going over her house and she's stealing her silver and putting it in her purse and she's doing that for her boyfriend like every quote-unquote rich person that she goes to see she always takes something out of their house and bring it back to her boyfriend and he'll sell it and get some money for it or she'll give him money herself basically like she has a living boyfriend because he ain't got no job he ain't doing nothing so when she goes home with the silverware he's like you know what am I supposed to do with this this ain't no money and she tells him you know it's out of this person's house I know it's worth something this man. and so she gets a call back from the lady and she's like oh yeah when do you want me to start and the lady is like 
I don't. Like, I know that you stole from me. And I'm trying to figure out how she's been getting away with it as long as she has. Because it's like, these are rich people. These people keep cameras up everywhere. And the lady told her, like, you know, you're done in this industry. Your reputation is ruined. Which it was because after that, that lady told any and everybody that she could. And you know, rich people, powerful people, they got long reach. So she was done after that. And, um... She t- this lady took out a second mortgage on her house to give him some money, which I'm trying to figure out, girl, how did he convince you to do that? Um, but I don't know. I ain't never been in love. Like, I love my family, but that's my uh, romantic type of love. I ain't never been in love how people be doing this crazy, stupid shit and claiming that it was love. So I'm like, girl, anyway. So now, um... And then she also finds out that he was laid up with somebody else. Like, her friend tells her, I seen him going to this house with this girl. So, she pulls up to that same house and her friend pull out a baseball bat. And um, they rush into the house. And he laid up on the couch with a pregnant girl. Now, um, come to find out, the pregnant girl is like his girlfriend and he was playing her all along it's like every time i asked you for some money or i asked you to do something you did it so why not keep going to see how much i can get out of you and so he just took that money and paid off some debts and was had no plans of playing paying her back or anything like that it's just like girl you was a dummy so i took you for a ride now, she did beat him with a baseball bat, and it's like, cool, that made you feel better for, like, a hot second, but you still, basically, like, you ruined your own life, and that's the one thing, it's like, yeah, that nigga won shit, yeah, he was trifling for what he did, but, girl, you did that to yourself, you really took your money and just gave it to him, like, he wasn't doing nothing for you, you weren't getting nothing back, but probably some sex, but you claimed that that was love, like, he wasn't doing anything for you. So now she's homeless, trying to figure out what she's going to do. Then we're introduced to Elijah Cole, which of course is last name being Cole because he's like Scrooge. He don't do nothing for the holidays. He ain't got no family. And he's um, he's the plug by night or uh, an assassin, if you want to call him that. And so... He gets home one night, like, after doing a job to find his daughter in his house. And she tells him that her mom went on a vacation with her boyfriend and said she can't be tired with a kid. So, she has to stay with him. But the thing is, while she's there, like, she keeps saying a little smart shit. Like, ooh, don't shoot me. Because she knows what he does for a living. And she's like, um... Then she tells him that she she he he has to decorate her room because it has to look like a girl lives there so i'm guessing like the room that she stays in like ain't nothing in there and i understood his frustration because the way she was talking it's like now nah, i understand you upset little sis but you about five seconds from getting your ass whooped and her thing she's just like oh are you gonna shoot me are you gonna kill me you know you're a murderer you know you it's like okay so if i'm that damn bad what are you doing here um but he calls around and can't get anybody to you know decorate the bedroom and like make it look like it's christmas time around no that came later um 
until he gets in touch with Aspen. And so, of course, she agrees to do the job. And he gives her a check and is like, you know, what time can you be here? What time can you get started? And that's when she lets him know that she doesn't have a car. And, of course, with him being a billionaire with a lot of money, he stays very far from wherever she's living. And he just looks at her like he's so frustrated. Like, girl, why would you agree to do a job and you ain't got no car to get back and forth? And when he he gave her a check for $20,000 to do the job. And he's like, you know, you can cash it at my bank because she said it would have to clear at her bank and you know it would take some time and he's like well go to my bank you know they'll cash it immediately and she's like you don't understand I can't walk around with that type of cash on me um where I'm staying at and so he's like okay whatever um and he gives her a driver to use because he has I guess like two or three drivers and he was like you know I'll you can call Daniel what's his name and he'll take you wherever you need to go and so long story short she's now homeless so every time she's doing or she's going over to the house she has to make sure that she's back at the shelter by six o'clock to make sure that she has a bed but she's not telling him that or the little girl that um you know, she's just trying to do her job and go back and figure out her life. But the thing is, she's getting closer to the little girl because she's telling her, you know, you really need to talk to your dad instead of putting up this wall between y'all because he's not going to understand if you don't say anything and you're just being, you know, combative all the time and rude. And she tells Aspen, but Elijah is standing right at the door listening that her mom's new boyfriend puts his hands on her like he hits her so elijah rushes in like he what okay cool i need you to stay here for the night talking to aspen and um she's like well i need you to stay here and she's like well what time are you gonna be back um because you know i gotta go and he's like well you could stay here for the night you know don't worry about it and we'll figure it out later so he goes to the baby mama's house and she opens the door with a messed up face and a closed eye, a black eye. And he's like, you know, where to do that? And the mama going to say that he don't even really be hitting the daughter that hard. She just exaggerating and he only do it because he drunk, you know, like making all these excuses. He's like, I really don't want to hear that. I just want to know where the nigga at. If you want to let him beat your ass, that's fine. But what he won't do is put his hands on my daughter. So, and he tells her, you know, give me that nigga address. Um, or I'm going to go back on my promise. Because the daughter made him promise not to hit the mom or do anything to her. She like, you know, let her live. I know it's messed up that she allowed it, but that's still my mom. So he like, okay, cool. Whatever. Um so after he gets the address of course he goes and finds the guy and kills him because you're not gonna be whooping on his daughter so when they get back they have a little moment she's asking is bringing christmas chair into the house so you know they're having hot chocolate they had a a, a snowball fight outside and everything is cool um and then 
she has sex with Eli. Like, she's drunk and has sex with Elijah. And, oh, one thing about it. I don't like her friend. Because her friend, while talking to her, like, while she's homeless, I just feel like her friend could have did more to help her out. Because it was a running joke of her telling aspen to sleep with her daddy so she could have a place to stay and it's like bitch i'm not sleeping with your old ass daddy to have a place that's just trifling and you as my friend like i don't see the joke in that where i'm trying to figure out my life and my life is kind of hard right now um and i can get it because somebody could also say like okay just because that's her friend she don't owe her a place to stay and yeah absolutely right so it's like a double-edged sword but it was just some bullshit and then when her friend found out who she was working with, she's trying to get on. Like, girl, either put me on or you better jump on him. And I'm coming to stay at the uh, at the mansion. And, um, you know, I want to be with the billionaire. Or you better hop on it and whatever, whatever. It's like, girl, just because your ass a gold digger and trifle don't mean I got to be the same way. And um, so they have sex. And then she leaves the next day like immediately her job is over with she's done decorating um eli's room and she's put up the christmas decorations so yeah so she's done but elijah wakes up upset somehow which i don't know people and emotions it's weird because this is exactly what he wants you know he don't have no girlfriend he don't like people in his house he don't want no relationship with no woman so and Aspen told him that like you know this is only for the night and that's it so when he wakes up he expects to find her right next to him and she's not so he's mad about it feeling like he got treated basically like a woman for the night and that's so funny when men say that like basically I was treated like a hoe and when they say hoe they're referring to a woman who gets fucking get left um so he's upset and his only way of thinking is to call her to get her to do another job so um he can do the same thing to her like have sex with her and tell her to get lost and block her number so when he calls her the job is to help him go grocery i'm grocery shopping lord christmas shopping um for Eli and so she's like you know sure because money is money at the end of the day because he tells her that he's going to pay her and so as they're Christmas shopping he's noticing the look on her face like she's looking real upset but she's not saying anything so he um takes her back to his house so they can unload all the stuff and Eli is there she gives Aspen a hug like you know I'm so happy to see you I'm glad you're back and um begs her to stay for christmas like you know i want to have a real christmas so can you stay and aspen agrees she's like you know yeah sure whatever and um so she cooks dinner and they it was a and i hate to even mention it but it was just so gross because they had like snuck away to the bathroom for him to eat her out and she farts in this nigga's mouth and it was just so disgusting i was uh, i was just like girl you really could have left this out but you know whatever um and so the next morning 
No. Okay. This is something I wanted to discuss real quick. Because they have sex again that night. And in them having sex again, he came inside of her. And she's like, you know, we need to go get a, a, a plan B. Because it came out that she was homeless. She told... Um, she told them that the reason why she had to get back because when Eli was asking her to stay, she's like, you know, no, I got to go. I got to be somewhere around six. And Elijah was realizing it was always the same time every day. And that's when she tells them that she stays in the shelter. So she has to make sure that she has a, a bed for the night. And um, so his plan was he asked her to stay and then he gave her a... A Tylenol saying that it was <clears throat> excuse me he gave her a Tylenol saying that it was a plan B and I'm like what Tylenol and plan B don't even look the same and don't ask me how I know because no I've never took one but I know what they look like um so I'm just like how did you convince her in the year of 2021 that a plan B was a Tylenol and that was his plan he's like you know if I got to get her pregnant to get her to stay, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm like, what? What? Children don't make nobody stay nowhere. But anyway, um, and so her plan after talking to her best friend was, you know, if he don't ask me to leave, then I'm not going to say nothing. And that was basically like their thing for a whole month, just going around each other her thinking one day he's gonna say you know yeah I think it's about time for you to go and him coming home one day to an empty house but you know she was cooking every day cleaning every day making sure everything was good so it's just like okay cool if the other person don't say nothing it's all gravy until one day he says you know what I need to know what the fuck you gonna do and you know are you staying are you going and she's like shit I've been waiting for you to kick me out um and before he came, oh, my bad, forgot a part. Um, he he came home first to have the conversation, like you know, we need to talk. And then he got a phone call. Somebody has shot up the school, and they thought it was like a student, a a school shooter, excuse me. But it was actually a teacher. Like the teacher had had enough of them badass kids and was just letting loose. So they text him to come to the school to see if he could identify his daughter's body. Luckily, she wasn't dead and she wasn't shot at, but um, everything was good. But no, when they got back home that night, that's when they had the conversation. And she had been on the phone earlier with her friend taking a pregnancy test, and they came back positive. And so she tells him that, like, you know, I'm pregnant, but it's not to try to trap you or anything. So if you don't want to do this... I just wanted to let you know, basically. And he's like, shit, for a second, I thought you couldn't get pregnant the way I was letting loose off in that thing. And it's just like, nigga, you are disgusting. Um, So that's their happily ever after. And Eli burst into the room like, yes, I hope I have me a little brother. And Eli's just like, damn, where your nosy ass come from? And she's like, "Uh, you really need to move me to the other end of the house because I can hear everything. And most times, I actually sleep downstairs on the couch because y'all niggas so loud and it's just like the thought of hearing your parents gross um and my thing is it's just like we never hear from the mama again it was kind of a fast-paced story and kind of like i said the way the friend was doing her and the way the friend was acting that's the only thing i didn't like it's just like this is your friend i don't know 
certain friend groups and how they acting just like oh but this is my best friend in the world it's like ain't no way ain't no fucking way how is this your friend but anyway it was a short quick read a little christmas happily ever after story and oh no i gotta tack on this quick little story from um what's her name her name is unique but it was a nikki brown presents book 12 what is it 12 fucking days of christmas and it was a book with 19 stories like many stories with different authors or whatever i read that very first book and i couldn't read the rest because <laughs> it was a mess it was called um asthmatic dog or something like that but anyway a woman liana went out on a date with a guy called zaza so the date was going good or whatever and but he had been drinking earlier and he started drinking hot chocolate mixed with eggnog and so he ended up throwing up and that wasn't i mean that was bad but the girl liana she still stayed for the date until he fell asleep so when he woke up he woke up in the car alone at like six o'clock in the morning and she had took a uber home and he had been calling trying to apologize to her but she would not pick up the phone for anything until um one day at the animal shelter it was like adoption day and there was a little dog who had a medical problem and nobody would adopt her so this is when she finally decides to contact him and tell him to show up at the animal shelter to get him to adopt the dog now the vet comes out and is like you know i'm so glad you're adopting her um with her circumstances and so zaza's like what do you mean by that what circumstances and leanna is like nothing and just shove some papers into his face like sign here sign here sign here and basically here you go and come to find out because he he took the dog he took it you know trying to get back at her good graces but she really wasn't feeling him after that she just wanted him to adopt this dog and so he uh he has a party and he likes smoking and people are smoking out there and his best friend by the name of black comes pounding on his bedroom door because he had a girl in his room and he had locked the door because it's like you know some shit go down can't nobody just bust up in here but anyway black knocks on the door like you know you need to come out here something wrong with the dog and so he hops up because at first he wasn't feeling the dog like man why the fuck do i got this dog what am i gonna do with it and um but he still cares for the dog so he hops up and takes the dog to the vet and that's when they let him know that the dog has asthma and all that smoking really could have killed the dog and so now he's even more pissed at old girl because it's like you could have told me that this dog had asthma instead of you know trying to play me so the dog name was exo no uh, well that was her nickname but her quote-unquote real name was elixir um and he found that out because he was looking at her information and that's why they called her um i said XO. it's probably zo because the prescription i believe is zolar because i have asthma and as a kid i used to take something similar to it sounds familiar because it was like a little um it was a round 
little container that you flipped up and then you inhaled um not like the regular inhaler it was something different but it sounds like it's like that but anyway so um but he changed the dog name to kp but the night where the dog was barely breathing and he thought the dog was gonna die he called leanna like a whole bunch of times and she just would not answer the phone so she shows up like three weeks later knocking at his door and he's like first of all how the hell you know where i live and what do you want and she telling him you know i'm just coming to check on the dog He's like, if you wouldn't answer my phone calls, you would know how the dog was doing and you would know what's going on. And she was like, I was out of town. I didn't uh, know anything, but now I'm back and now I just want to see if the dog's okay. But he won't even let her inside the apartment. He's like, no, nah, me and KP good. And she's like, KP, you changed the dog name? And he's like, yeah, after I found out what you named the dog after, like I gave her a real name and me and her good. She's doing good you know bye and she's like will you please be an adult he's like being a, are you really want you really want to talk about being an adult like girl you ghosted me and you uh had me adopt this dog under bullshit circumstances so no thank you goodbye and i was <laughs> and that's the way the story ends and he turns and looks at the dog like it's just you and me kp that's it man i hollered by the time i was done with that book i said you know what yeah i'm kind of glad i didn't read these christmas stories because these people is tripping but anyway, yeah, this is just a short little episode. I wouldn't say short, but this is a nice little Christmas episode that uh, I should have put out in the month of December. Peace and blessings, my beautiful people. And once again, Happy New Year.